0: Hello, and welcome to Running the Table. I'm your host, Keith, and I would like to start this episode by thanking all of you who have listened to the original three pilot episodes. The response received thus far has been tremendous, and despite the podcast originally being intended as a short, three-stage series to get you set up and running on a tabletop role-playing game, the amount of questions I've received has been too numerous to cover in just three episodes. And so... I'd like to welcome you to this episode of Running the Table, an ongoing podcast about running and playing tabletop role-playing games. If you have a topic you would like to see discussed, or a question you would like answered, please message them to Running the Table on Facebook or Twitter, or email them to rttpodcast at gmail.com. So, first things first, as we move into a more continuous format, I'd like to share a short explanation of the episode formats as we go forward. Uh, this is just kind of how I intend the podcast series to go. Sometimes I will discuss a broad topic in tabletop role playing games, and other times a guest will join me to discuss a topic. Depending on availability of guests and recording schedules, I will aim to alternate these episodes, but formats are still subject to change as everything settles into place. If you enjoy these segments and would like to see more of them, please leave a comment and review on the podcast. Or, if you're not as interested in them, feel free to share that as well. After all, I'm doing this for you, the listeners. Okay, so without any further ado, let's get into today's topic, non-player characters. NPCs are, exactly as their name describes, those characters not played by a player. In a tabletop setting, that means they're played by you. GM, or DM, or keeper, or whatever your game calls it. The one running it. These characters that you play are how you can interact with the players without being the antagonist, the obstacles, or the monsters. Although sometimes the NPCs may take on those roles. I'm sure that many of you are pretty familiar with some basic concepts around NPCs, such as the use of a simpler NPC to launch off a quest. But let's be real here. A story driven by NPCs and NPCs driven by story can make the tale you weave for your players all the more compelling. There is no truly inconsequential NPC, unless they're just stage dressing. They don't have to be fully fleshed out like a player character, but some simple motivations and desires and needs can really drive their authenticity home and really drive that player engagement with them and the story. An authentic NPC can in fact change the dynamics of a game in many ways. If the players are given a simple hunt quest to go kill some monster den or group, the motivations of the quest giver can directly impact the story. Was it a farmer who lost everything, potentially putting the players into a spot of guilt should they not find what was stolen, and potentially carrying ramifications for the village as a whole to drive them into the next quest, to go to the kingdom for aid, as there may be no harvest? Does it make them into the bad guys of this story? Or was the whole thing simply a job to the quest giver as well, one that a guard may or may not have tried to pawn off on adventurers just to avoid doing themselves? In this instance, the quest giver may be more amenable to accepting less-than-perfect proof of completion, and this gives the players more wiggle room to take the story in different directions, and more leniency, I should say, to how they achieve their goals. And beyond even that, a farmer who lost everything will have far different criteria For what constitutes a successful raid of the orc camp that kidnapped his entire family than a pencil-pushing clerk at a mercenary camp would. If your players stumble into the wrong camp and clear it out, this could even be mission complete for the clerk, who really just cared that there were less orcs in the world, but would never really be acceptable based on the very simple motivation that you gave your farmer. Even if your players don't take these avenues, or if you don't have a thought to the full story behind an NPC's motivations, having some semblance of direction can really make the players feel more immersed and take some of the weight of improvisation off of your shoulders. But that's just for bit NPCs and quest givers. What about those big players, the lords and ladies of cities, the big bad, or the major supporter of the players? Those NPCs which are integral to your story. Often GMs are tempted to make their story-essential NPCs overly complicated, to give them backstory galore and detail that players simply will never see. This isn't inherently bad, but oftentimes it's unnecessary, and I can really only recommend it if it helps you. You have to be aware that in these kinds of situations, your players probably aren't going to dive that deep. But if it helps you, by all means, make them as detailed as you like. And in truth, when it comes to NPCs, your players often will tell you or show you who is interesting to them, who they'd like to hear more about, and who will help you decide which parts of the story you need to flesh out more. On the reverse, this isn't carte blanche to make incredibly shallow characters. I would instead advocate for simple. Real people are incredibly complex creatures driven by simple desires and needs. And that means that, once again, motivation is key to creating the complex and realistic interaction between your NPCs and the players. But these aren't just motivations for some simple interaction or quest. These are Overarching motivations that give these characters reasons to take their place within the story. These are desires that may coincide with adventurers or clash directly with them. These are the motivations and the NPCs that can give your players a sense of camaraderie and attachment to the world, or motivation for revenge or destruction, something to drive them. So, for the new GM, it can be very helpful to think in terms of the story you want to tell. In this story, there will undoubtedly be major movers and shakers, past and present people of prominence that will take up important roles as the players move throughout your world. How did these people get to where they are? What drove them to achieve or become what they have? And why did things go wrong when they failed? These are the kinds of motivations that can create the drive for your NPCs in whatever interactions they may have with the players. And beyond even this, it can be important to note that you can create these motivations without an actual NPC attached to them. You can create the story drive for any number of possible movers and shakers, of possible players, of possible interactions. But, when you introduce a bit NPC, and your players seem to really enjoy, for whatever reason, say it was a silly voice you did, or just the description you gave, or how you interacted with them, but your players latched on to this particular NPC, and they really want to keep them around, well, if you've got in stock a handful of those story drivers without a real NPC or face to give to them yet you can just assign that to that NPC they've attached to. Whether this means that they're going to become the biggest supporter of your players or betray them at the last moment. That's all up to you and your story. And so, as an NPC joins the story, it is very likely that they will be relatively simple, with maybe a guess at some vague points in their past and their motivations for getting to where they are now. And that's fine. If you have those motivations, most of the characteristics and history of the NPC will come to light slowly over the course of the story and over the course of their interaction with your players. This will lead to the intricate, developed character that can truly make a world come to life. And within that world, however it's formed and whatever it holds, The driving forces behind your story will be the characters, players, or NPCs. Starting with a blank slate can leave you and your players wanting for more, while detailing every aspect of your NPC's life can drain your own resources and time and even lead to your own burnout. By creating hooks and attaching them to simpler NPCs and keeping initial brushes with the players Brief and to the point, you can truly delve deep into the inner workings of those NPCs that are going to feature prominently in the narrative that you and your players weave together. And too often, I see new GMs or DMs attempt to make their own perfect story and the perfect villain, guide, or mentor for what they envision without care for player agency. This can lead very quickly to, if not complete player disinterest in the game, at least some level of disinterest or lack of connection to the characters they face within your world. Alternatively, the GM who puts too little effort into their NPCs and barely makes them more than a cardboard cutout with a German accent can also see players lose interest or even drop the game entirely. But if you use some of the techniques and storytelling devices that we've discussed today to develop complex and unique characters, you won't have to resort to using 30 different accents just to differentiate between your NPCs. Instead, you may end up with vibrant, interesting people in a vibrant, interesting world that you've created and you share with your players. Thank you for listening to this episode of Running the Table on non-player characters. Please join me next episode, where I will be joined by Kyle Decker from Quest Friends. Now, that's Quest Friends with an exclamation point. And uh, we will be discussing more about NPCs and answering a few of the questions that you have sent in. As always, I'm your host, Keith, and... If you find yourself with questions you'd want answered about anything tabletop role-playing game related, please send them my way to rttpodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach me at Running the Table on both Twitter and Facebook.